Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. craving for like a blue icy Ooh. and I don't know what in the world couldn't be fixed sure by like an icy yeah it's kind of fucked up that you brought that up as soon as we started recording because all we're gonna be thinking about for the next 60 minutes <laughs> is when we could procure a blue icy which won't be until at least 60 minutes from now so let's just all think about that <laughs> It's like 50 degrees out, folks. The way that I would kill a man right now sure. for an icy on parallel. Yeah. Welcome to Into the Icy. Oh, welcome to Into the Icy. <laughs> it's summertime, baby. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We are on island it's time. It's island time. And island time. We've never left, but we're we're even more solidly here. Honestly, if you want to be even more like sitting in your truth, icies are just mocktails. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine going up to a bar and be like, "Hello, barkeep. Bar- can I get <laughs> Can I get your famous mocktail? Uh, <laughs> can I get your cherry icy, please? <laughs> can I get your your famous and and best blue icy? <laughs> God. I just want my whole mouth to be blue, please. Thank you. Listen, all those bars that have those like frozen margarita like machines that are like constantly machines. blending and stuff the whole time. That's icy, baby. That's icy. That's, that's icy. icy. Tell me that's not. <laughs> that's icy. <laughs> Oops, it's all icy. It's all everything's icy. Welcome to the antithesis of everything that I just said. Yeah. But but actually no, because this is still a galaxy brain kind of show. Well, so welcome, and it's cold here. Sure, we do ca- talk about cold people. Sure, so welcome to into the twilight. Hey, how are you? I well, now I'm just thinking about ices, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. You know, it's it's hot as shit, which is annoying, but nevertheless, right. I persist and persevere because I'm strong. I'm so proud and of you. But I, so this, my happy thing is that I am watching Eurovision for the first time in my life. Wow. Ever? Ever. I've never watched it before. I've like seen like clips, like when people tweet of like super viral things over the years and stuff. Like I'm generally aware of the vibe. Sure. But I've never watched it. Mostly because I think I thought you just couldn't watch it in America. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Or like it was hard or like one too many hoops. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Um, it turns out very yeah. easy to watch. Um, so that was my bad. With peacock now. Yeah. Yeah. With our peacock overlords for sure. Um, and I've been, we've maybe briefly talked about the American song contest, which Ugh. is the, you know, watered down American version of Eurovision. Go sit in the corner American song contest. Yeah. You need to think about what you've done. But I was like, you know what? I'm a little sick of this. Like I'm, I want the costumes. I want the opulence. Yeah, everything about Eurovision is you. 
Yeah, it's like objectively there. better. Yeah, put me on the stage. <laughs> Get me in there. I am not eligible in any way, shape, or form. But how are you not a commentator for Eurovision? Listen and listen. Can we talk about Johnny Weir? <laughs> <laughs> so Eurovision, great, love it. Everyone knows what the fuck Eurovision is. I'm the only one who hasn't watched it, so that's me. <laughs> we don't need to catch yeah. you up on Eurovision, okay? Have you heard of ABBA, folks? Right. Have you heard of Celine Dion? <laughs> um, on the Peacock version of it, which is the American broadcasting version of it on NBC, um, they have noted figure skater Johnny Weir. Love of my life, Johnny Weir. Doing little commentating stuff, which is like fine. Right. But oftentimes it feels like he is not uh, the person of choice <laughs> to <Right>. do this. <laughs> Yeah. Because every time someone will stop singing, he'll be like, mm, sounded a little pitchy. And I'm like, hey, Johnny Weir, hey, bud, don't know you for singing, personally. Not your industry. Not yeah. actually your field at all. Seems a little harsh and rude, um, but whatever. But Eurovision is fucking fun. I love it so much. Yeah, I love, you know, my, my Norwegian boys are out here doing literally what does the fox say, but for, <laughs> for Norway. Yeah. Um, I love that. and love to see it. I'm having fun. I have never been the kind of Eurovision person who watches because it's like a it's like a month long affair or something. Sure, it's a whole thing. I usually watch just like the last bit. Yeah, because it's like show me the good shit. Yeah, right. What I love about Eurovision and what made me so angry about American Song Contest was like it wasn't as like theatrical. It yeah. wasn't as thought out. One of the things I love about Eurovision is that it's, I love the like interstitials. Mm -hmm. There's so much money put into it and time. Yeah. And there was absolutely none of that watching the, the <laughs> NBC version. Right. And, and it's just so buck wild. I'm surprised that this is your first go round, but I, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, I'm Welcome. here. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Um, how are you doing, my friend? Doing good and doing all right. Yeah. I'm less, I feel less like an Animal Crossing villager in a cardboard home. Now, Ooh, that's great. Love that. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it's good to know. My happy thing is why it's a. A little bit antithetical to everything that I've provided on the show so far. Okay, but great sell. <laughs> um, my happy thing is about my my cats okay. and how they are settling, uh -huh. but specifically about a product that I purchased for them. Okay. Now, notably, I have said for the past five and a half years on the show, yeah. I'm scared of birds. Yeah, that's kind of your lore, actually. It's crucial. Yeah. And that is that is still true. Nothing about that has changed. Yeah. However, I <laughs> would do anything for my cats. Yeah. And one of the things that I did for them is I purchased bird feeders Ooh. that I could attach to my windows to keep them engaged sure. and happy. <sighs> um, and... One, they are working, yeah. so that's good. Um, so, and my cats are incredibly happy. They yeah. love them so much, and that makes me. That is my happy thing. Is just how how many times my my cats have just like ran into the window um, <laughs> <laughs> because they are trying to scare these cats away. I will say, there's a lot of birds now. It is a different type of bird. Than I've had the past couple of years, notably 
uh, less seagull size. Sure. And yeah. more small birds. So I could fight these birds. Um, <laughs> the t- if the helps. time comes, I could just punch them. <laughs> <laughs> which helps, uh, given that my fear does originate from Hitchcock himself. Right. And the birds. Yeah, the titular birds. Yeah. <laughs> but I have found that... Uh, the happiness of seeing my cats be like, oh, it's like the YouTube videos, but in real life. But they're here. <laughs> but they're here uh, does outweigh the the fear. Wow. That's incredible. So. Yeah, I, I'm proud of you. It's brave and strong <laughs> to, 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 yeah. be, to sacrifice so much for your babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the amount of like, I had to figure out how to get like fucking bird seed and shit. Sure, that's a whole process. So we'll see how that goes. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, now that there's just a lot of them around, but wow. I will report back. Yeah, please do. Oh my gosh, yeah. alley versus birds. <laughs> yeah, if there starts being like squirrels and shit, we might need to change the conversation. Right. Incredible. We have a lot of movie news. We do. We've got two big June flicks. Yeah, coming hot and soon. Let's do a little cha-cha real smooth. Okay, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute yeah. since we've talked about this movie. Right. Yeah. We. I think we talked about it when it was like in the Sundancey announcements or whatever, which was uh, seven calendar years ago. Um, yeah. <laughs> it seems like. And this is the movie with uh, Dakota Johnson, famously, um, and Cooper Rafe about like doing a little um, bar mitzvah hype man kind of situation. And we finally have a trailer for it. And it's going to be on Apple TV literally in a month. And can I just say to Cooper Rafe, who, if I remember correctly, wrote and directed this. Yeah, that's kind of his thing. He loves to write, direct, star, and sometimes edit. (laughs) movies Um, just a a a quadruple threat yeah um just bless you for putting this on apple tv just like boop there you go thank you here it is the trailer for this is just a a hoot and a half yeah it does look very fun it does and given that the last the most recent movie that i saw dakota in when she played a similar type of character. Sure. Um, was. Uh, the Lost Daughter. The Lost Daughter. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Was so sad. Yes. And not quite. What I was sad. expecting. Yeah. This one, I, I mean, I can imagine that it's going to be sad just because I'm getting feels that way. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a different kind of, like, it's a drama, but it's also a comedy, whereas The Lost Daughter, I went into it not knowing anything. Yeah. And was like, oh, this just hurt. Like, <laughs> I'm in pain, actually, and sad, so. I, I, it's so interesting to me, because Dakota Johnson is not, I mean, she's, like, in her 30s, but she very much still could play. It's just interesting to me that she's taking these roles as, like, being a mother. Yeah, so, you know, quickly, too. Like, you can play very many roles. Like, you look very, very young, too. Like, Yeah, she reads really young on camera. We have not talked about the full trailer. So much has happened since we talked about Crimes of the Future. A, we got (laughs) a full actual trailer, which is exciting. We also got a poster, like, yesterday or something for it 
So a lot of things are coming together because this movie, I keep forgetting, is coming out literally next month. Yeah, in like a couple weeks. Wild. Wild. So I'm, my pants are, everything is clenched. I'm clenched. (laughs) (laughs) I'm stressed. I'm excited. One, I loved the poster. I'm still, I don't know how I feel about it yet. I mean, it creeps me out. I think it just looks too shiny. That might be my problem. But it is creepy, and I am into it. It's giving me good vibes. I mean, bad vibes, like bad horror (laughs) vibes, but like good (laughs) quality vibes, I guess. The feeling that I got out of it was, uh, um... And if that was the intention that they were going for, then they nailed it. Yeah, so, that's totally the vibe for sure. <laughs> and I think that's about how I felt like halfway through the trailer too, when mm-hmm. I saw the person with like the stitched up eyes and the lots of ears. Yeah. Um, where I was like, mm, no. Yeah. No. It is gnarly. No, thank you. <laughs> It gave me the same feeling that I did in Pan's Labyrinth oh, with yeah. the eyes on the hands where I was like, oh, this is actually going to give me nightmares. <laughs> but rather than seeing that at like a very young, impressionable age, I was like, oh, no, this is just going to give me nightmares and I'm an adult now. Yeah. So and now I just have to sit with that and live with it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to have to like analyze this movie because i'm gonna have to fucking talk about it for my job so thank you yeah oops (sighs) thank you cronenberg (laughs) you sick man damn it you sicko god hey speaking of sickos can you give us a fashion corner update i must we (laughs) (laughs) must i okay so the great folks at yahoo news rita lee thank you um did a, we oh sorry beep, 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 beep. we have a case to fashion quarter beep, 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 beep. how dare you i'm sorry it's been a minute okay i'm rusty all right it's true listen there have been some rumblings the fashion girlies on tiktok the trend predictors on tiktok all of those who i all trust with my life um <laughs> oh my god yeah. have made some a few videos in the last few months about like case two seems to be trapped in this chanel contract forever you know what I mean? They won't let her out. They won't let her out. Because um, for a while, the fits were pretty good. You know, there was a good few years where she was just stunting. It was very cool. We were all loving it. We had great case two fashion corners. Um, but somewhere in the last little bit. There's been some supply chain issues. Maybe maybe it's a supply chain thing. <laughs> Something's gotten a little, a little finicky. Okay? Something's gotten a little weird here. Uh, this one though is uh this is a cry for help i in my opinion <laughs> this is a hundred percent this is case you flagging to anyone anyone to help her get out of the Chanel contract it's like a white i guess you could call it a bodysuit or a swimsuit adjacent thing it does kind of look like a swimsuit you are right it does look like a swimsuit but like fabric not like an actual swimsuit material um it's all white with like a black uh like ruching i guess uh, around it or whatever um and it's so saggy and because it's white it also looks uh as you've mentioned before pod uh, a diaper which is unfortunate um it does and has a weird belt with a bow and a giant flower in the front and just like a mesh skirt going down god i don't know how much longer i can do this <laughs> 
I don't know. An outfit feels kind. Yeah, it's right. Outfit is not even in the realm. This is not. This is nothing. We have yes. three very different pieces of things, fabric, <laughs> that are on Kastu's body. It's embarrassing. It's sad. I hate it. Like if we've learned nothing else, Kastu can turn a look, but she can only do so much <laughs> when you are giving her whatever this is. I think what frustrates me the most is like we know very well that Kristen has a beautiful body. Mm-hmm. She has a great shape. Yeah. This does her no favors. Yeah. So why? Why? So why? so why? Why? <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, I'm upset. Change. Free her, please. <laughs> please make it stop. I don't like it. Oh, we have a great question here. Ooh. From one of our listeners named Nikki. Hell yeah. Hello. Listener Nikki here. If you don't remember me, I sent my Twilight backstory a while back. I'm the fan, ready to throw hands, and continue to stand by Team Jacob. <laughs> I need you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, about, <laughs> I'm about 10 episodes behind, so I hope you guys haven't already answered this question, but I have to know, what element would you want to have from the Vampire Academy universe? I initially want to say spirit, because healing, and I actually always wanted to be a nurse, but couldn't get through chemistry and biology in college. And I'm actually working on my master's to become a therapist instead. Oh, what? That being said, I'm not sure I would want all the bad side effects that come along with spirit. That's fair. Sure. What are y'all's thoughts? Also, just because my brain keeps relating these books to Avatar The Last Airbender, what elements <laughs> would you want in that universe? For me, I would definitely want to be a waterbender, again, for healing reasons, and Katara is my absolute favorite. Love your pod so much. Can't believe I've been listening to you guys for over a year now. Whoa. Uh, Thank you for introducing me to Vampire Academy, and I enjoy reading along with you both. Oh, that's cute. Before we even get in there, it's kind of amazing how all of our listeners are, like, just so much smarter and more accomplished than we are. What the fuck? (laughs) It's just amazing. Like... Everyone has like fancy degrees or like literally was in in the fucking navy. Or the navy, the yeah, like or just like our actual doctors saving lives, yeah. and we're just two fools. <laughs> <laughs> um, first of all, I get it because I also never tried chemistry because I was scared. Yeah, I for like why would you do something when you can't see it? It doesn't make sense. To me. <laughs> um, it's like I don't get it. Biology, I could fuck with because I was like, all right, sure. Um, but then you were like, so I'll just go get my master's to become a therapist? Nikki, what? <laughs> just a, just a casual flex. God, what the fuck? Why are you so smart? Yeah. Um, and you're listening to this, which is like actively rotting your brain. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so element in Vampire Academy and Avatar thoughts. Uh, I mean, as like a kid, I always fucked with like, uh, like fire themed shit. Not like in a pyro way. I wasn't a pyro kid or whatever, <laughs> just to be clear. Um, but I don't know how believable that was. But um, like obviously in Avatar, it's not really a great <laughs> thing to be because they're kind of the worst. Um, but like in Vampire Academy, fire is kind of sick. Christian, it's true. Cool. Christian's fucking cool. Literally set a whole guy on fire and didn't even like hurt him. That's kind of sick. You know, like it's, it's more about, it's like the more flamboyant. <laughs> It's just like, am I the drama? That's the fire, <laughs> like, element true. to me. 
Um, I mean, obviously, I fuck with water just because water sign, but Mood. I think fire is the is is my vibe. Would you do fire in both? I'd probably yeah, probably fire in Vampire Academy, water in Avatar. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm a fire sun. Just kidding. <laughs> Firebender um, sun. <laughs> I being a waterbender in Avatar was always felt like the most badass one to me it was animated so cool like the way right? the water like gushed and stuff oh my god it looks so sick and then when they got to the bloodbending episode i nearly shit my pants right. that was so scary <laughs> to me <laughs> but it also makes a lot of sense yeah to for water signs so i was like yeah actually that is valid in vampire academy though uh, waterbending doesn't feel as like useful yeah they don't really talk about it much they did it that one time that one right? it's more yeah. like a distraction right <sighs> oh like i guess the ice thing was kind of cool the like the ice thing yeah the ice thing was cool the water of like the fish tank yeah the fish tank uh, yeah was sort of useful i'm gonna i'm gonna be true to myself though <laughs> and just say water for both yeah like that's fair everyone wants to be spirit but like i do yeah Yeah. i don't know that's it spirit seems like a lot of fucking responsibility to be honest and like all the dream stuff and like being in people's brains or like ghosts maybe you know like there's a lot of things going on that i'm like this oh these chapters yeah i was like yeah i don't know i kind of fuck with it i think it would be cool but i'm gonna say water yeah because like i feel like it just kind of the spirit just kind of chooses you you know? Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Anyways, yeah. I feel like that's pretty on brand. The fire, though, feels like the most useful in Vampire Academy, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it seems very, like, that's that's what we're using. That's the, that's the thing. <laughs> but I feel like if... And maybe they get to this in some of the later books, but if, like, the bloodbending thing is real in Vampire Academy, I feel like that would be yeah very useful in mm-hmm. Vampire Like, that would be... That could kind of fuck some shit up. Yeah, change the whole game, for sure. Because then the Strigoi have... Now, wait a second. (laughs) The Strigoi have (laughs) other people's blood in them. Right. So then if you just like, oop, I'm gonna... Just take it out. Just take it out. (laughs) Just get that out of there. Then they... Then they're gone. Then all good. We did it. We solved it. We solved the Strigoi problem. (laughs) Right. I also feel like alchemy would be kind of cool, too. Yeah, alchemy is... Sick. I want to know what those fucking potions and shit they do is. Yeah, how do they get those? It's like the Inspector Gadget of like <laughs> the Vampire Academy world. You just get all these cool little trinkets and tools, and you're like, ah, oh, shit. I just want to see like, do they do they have like a cool coat? Do they have like a do they have like a bag that's like right. that goes on forever? Do they have like a fanny pack? What is it a Mary bag? Poppins situation? What's going right, on? Exactly. Can an alchemist, please, for the love of God, just do like a what's in my bag? Right. Like, yes. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome back to my me. channel. <laughs> <laughs> please. <sighs> Anyways, um, when we last left off, things were okay. Mm, yeah. Not great. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> things were not, not great. Um. We, Rose was struggling yeah. with some 
flashbacks, lots of memories of Dimitri in, um, I think they were in, they were still in St. Petersburg. Yeah. At that time. Lots of architecture descriptions. Sure. Um, Got a little Adrian love bombing. (laughs) God. Um, And then sad train. Sad train. Feelings. Yeah. Sad train. Right. That is... Oh, and then we got introduced to new characters at the school. Yes. That's what I remember. Yeah. But they weren't really that noticeable yet. Right. It was like Avery and Reed. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. That's what I remember. Where are we at in chapter five? Chapter five. They are they're training around. They are getting through the end of their little journey. Um uh so far at least. Um and this chapter kind of starts in a way that's like <laughs> Rose is like, we're watching like Russian TV together and Sydney's Sydney's kind of t- warming up a little bit more. Not like in a real way, but just in a way that's like not maybe as deathly afraid of just being like, hey, she'll yeah. say what something means or like what are the cultural differences that I don't understand or something. You know, they're having a little not bit. Not actively holding a crucifix. Right, like a crucifix and maybe a knife, you know, like it's toned down <laughs> a little bit the tension, which is good. Right. Um, also still having a weird thing with food, which I think is questionable, but we'll see, I guess, what that is. <laughs> yeah, I... It feels very intentional from Ferrero. Yeah. Like, it doesn't... And I don't know what the fuck it is yet. But it doesn't feel like an ED thing. It feels like a... I don't know. Yeah, it definitely feels like like something... Yeah, like (laughs) saving something. I don't know what what the vibe is, but... um, Yeah, they arrive in this... uh, Omsk? Mm, I don't know. Omsk. Mm, sure. Omsk. <laughs> uh, the, the great city of Omsk. <laughs> um, and we get a lot of just... It's like the uh, party sound. Like, Omsk, Yeah, Omsk, Omsk, Omsk. And Sydney's like, cool, we're going to get a ride from there. That's going to be like, we're going to pivot once we arrive there, get a little ride and start making our way downtown to another place. Um, but the problem is uh, no Maroi in the area wanted to help them take them to the actual village um, because it's... It feels like Amazing Race to me. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's just like going back and be like, someone help, please, please. Does anyone know directions? Can you... <laughs> um, do you have a map? What Anything. What's that dude's name? The host? Uh... Mm. That's such a great uh, the the one that's not Jeff Probst, the other one. <laughs> is obviously Phil Keoghan. Yeah. Yes, Phil. There's been it's cuz it's it's the CBS trilogy, right? It's Phil, uh Jeff and uh obviously the host of Big Brother. Um Oh, um, Julie Chen Moonves. <laughs> yes, thank you. There we go. The father, son, and the Holy yeah. Spirit of CBS. Right, exactly. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is obviously Julie Chen. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Phil is just there with Sydney and Rose being like, hmm, I wonder how they're going to get out of this one. <laughs> right. They're, they have to, they have 12 hours to figure out what they're going to do. Um, Dude, Phil's probably a Maroi. That makes oh, so much Oh, shit. Fun. That's why he's been doing TV so long. <laughs> That's why his skin Dude, looks so good. Pro- <laughs> so is Jeff. Honestly. Yeah, seriously. That, oh my God. Do we, do we uncover something? 
think this episode's never going to air. They're just going to be like... Yeah. They- <laughs> Nobody can know. This gets cl- played in court. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so the reason why no one's around to help them or wants to help them is that apparently the, the road to get to this place is very dangerous. Um, very, you know, bumping and grinding with Strigoi at night. Very Y'all dangerous. Know, like Moomoo Meadows. <laughs> it's like that, but with Strigoi. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> um, and it makes Rose feel a little uh, questionable too, because it kind of like dampens her theory of, or her plan at least, of if uh, Dimitri would be there, you know, because there's a lot of Strigoian folks in the like parameters and in like the um, road to there, but not really living or anything like that they just kind of like pop in right and so she's just very stressed about like what the fuck if i've just been chasing in the wrong place am i doing all this wrong like did i fuck it up you know did i make a miscalculation kind of thing right and here's the thing like i love rose um this i think kind of shows her experience a bit because was her plan this whole time like i'm gonna go to his hometown and I'm just going to tap the flag there right. and he's just going to be sitting there the whole time like, oh, you solved my riddle. Like, right. what? Yeah. And I think what? too, like th- that Sydney also explains that like a lot of them like pass through, like they don't stay around even where they're in like the hidden aspects of it very long. Right. Um, which again, like is the thing on uh, Rose's part of like, who knows if he was going to just vibe there <laughs> for his whole undead life or whatever. Um, or just vibe and go with other Strigoi wherever they go, you know? So interesting. So interesting that that's not something that she had thought of. Yeah, at all. Listen, she's she's tortured by her own dreams and memories and Adrian <laughs> and Lissa popping into her brain yeah. all the time. She's got other things yeah, that she's Yeah, she's got thinking. a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Got a lot of stuff. It makes sense. Um... We get a lot of backstory of memories, which were hard to read. <laughs> um, they were. Which my heart breaks. I hate to see it. Um, yeah, she's remembering about the sex. Yeah. When she's like daydreaming in the fancy car yeah. that Sydney got. Oh my god, yeah. Sydney gets this f- cool fucking truck that like, <laughs> Rose is immediately like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm more of like a sports car kind of gal. Um, but apparently the one cool thing that we know about Sydney and the one thing that's breaking her down is that she's a car girl. And we love that. <laughs> if there's one thing that we know about Sydney's in this world. They love cars. Yeah. It's, it's Sweeney, this one, <laughs> all of them, <laughs> car girls. Um, and yeah, she's very excited for this car. She like drives. She even is like, I have to drive it because it's, she's like shaking with excitement. Um, and Rose's like, yep. okay, whatever. You do whatever you gotta do, I guess. Uh, I paid for this, but whatever. You do <laughs> your thing. Um, but yeah, she's having this little, like, daydream moment or whatever. Of- and Rose is, like, literally the bodyguard here. And the first thing that she does when someone starts driving in the passenger seat is she passes out. It just, like, dips like, well, out of consciousness. <laughs> It's like, hey, bud, I know that you're going through a lot right now, for sure. Don't want to negate like, that. map in hand. Absolutely. Supposed to be the, the person who's helping with navigation. But you've, she passes out. you've spent your whole life training to be alert <laughs> and to protect at any she given moment. She just loves moment. that white noise. <laughs> <on the road. laughs> 
And the second you get into a car with a literal stranger who's taking oh. you to a mystery location you don't even know the name of. <laughs> to a second location? <laughs> to a second location. <laughs> and yeah. you go, you know what? Now's <laughs> the time. <laughs> this would be great to time for presentation. <laughs> Just dip. <laughs> Just get out of my headspace. Um, and you know what? Oh. Fine, I guess. <laughs> like, I don't know how that's going to work out for you. Oh, God. But girly, Rose. Rose. God, this is just like, like... This would be a great yeah. time to just figure out what's going on in Lissa's brain. Just what if now. I just tap in here, you know? What? Right. Let's, let's go. Um, so yeah, we get this God, little dear. Lissa scene. Um... And Lissa's just vibing with Adrian. She's trying to, like, learn the dream magic situation or whatever. Yeah, the Inception shit. The Inception. Um, and is not really getting a good hang of it. And Adrian, not very good at explaining <laughs> how he does. He's just like, it's just, I'm, I'm born with a baby. It's natural. Uh, I'm perfect. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's actually not Maybelline. Uh, yeah, I, right. It's it's me. Um, and fucking uh, so, Liz is also just like fed up and being like, you know, this all sucks <laughs> and everything uh, is annoying and sad. Uh, and I just want to know how she is and if she's okay and whatever. Um, and I wish she wasn't being like selfish and chose him over me. Blah 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 blah. Um, and Adrian, we get a little moment of him being like this was literally the only thing that could have happened right now like it's the only thing that she could even conceive of thinking of doing right now and like has to do it and see it through regardless right um and rose is like okay adrian gets it interesting um that's cool uh knows that this is my my path my journey or whatever um the other thing I thought was funny about this conversation, because it's mostly the same thing as Lissa had with Christian yeah. a couple chapters ago. Yeah, for sure. Um, but <laughs> something that really pissed Rose off was when Adrian's with Lissa, he asked, like, hey, do you mind if I just, like, light up the cigarette? Oh, my God. <laughs> actually, like, I I would rather you not. Yeah, it's like, I actually and do mind. Like, oh, okay. And Rose is like, he has never like, once asked me. <laughs> this motherfucker. What the fuck? It's like, and I do I mind. Him. I do have a problem with him. He's never once asked. It's fucked up. He's never asked me. Yeah. I hate him. Yeah. Sicko. <laughs> uh, uh. We get this. Mm, how mm, How do we feel <laughs> this? Oh, yeah. So Lissa's like, so good talk. Uh, got a blast. Yeah. There's a curfew. And when we had last seen... The new family. Yes. New, what are they called? Are they called headmasters here? Yeah, something or dean or something. The, I don't know. Or uh, yeah, the head dean. Yeah. Master right. person. New headmaster um, just dropped. <laughs> when in the last chapter when we saw that family, Lissa was like convinced that the daughter Avery was uh, a spy. Yeah, like out to just clean. look after her and be like, "You're fucking up." <laughs> you need to get your shit together. Which makes sense, given that the queen is suspicious. and Right. And making her run all her errands. <laughs> and whereas Reed was like, I'm just here. This sucks. And it's like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, but when Liz is going back down to her 
uh, room hears this weird argument between I don't remember what his name is like Lazar La- we- suspicious man Mr. Um, man yeah Mr. Lazar Mr. Lazar or Eugene was it or something Pro- probably maybe whatever um, some man and it's like, this man <laughs> I didn't even he's like I didn't even want to bring you here you're a shitty daughter you're nasty yeah fuck you. and, and Avery like, is clearly drunk like she is oh yeah very intoxicated <laughs> um they're having very uh personal and direct jabs at each other of being like and just like yelling because yeah Lisa didn't even want to like go over there but she was like going down the stairs and could hear this yeah so. I was just like oh shit <laughs> and being like just so much about like reputation and you're ruining everything and like your mother's busy and you can't hang out you can't live with her whatever and she's like she just doesn't want to see me whatever all these things yeah. um a lot of yelling a lot of just like you better be on your best behavior tomorrow we have important visitors yeah or else you know we got to keep up appearances and shit um and she just does a little yes sir and gets the fuck out of there um and Liz yeah. is like oh shit do i gotta she's gonna see me she's coming this way she's gonna know i heard all that <laughs> we gotta right. we gotta talk um the way rose describes avery is the gayest thing i've read in a really long time it's like she goes very specific in detail she's like first of all very tight short dress that's very shiny and, and silvery. Um, her hair is hung long and wild. Tears pouring from her blue-gray eyes, <laughs> destroying the heavy makeup that she was wearing. Girl. And it's like, hey. Hello. Hey, bestie. Hey. Eyes on the prize here, okay? <laughs> what is happening? And Avery's like, well, I guess you heard, like, our family drama. And it's <laughs> just like, I don't know how to respond <laughs> to any of this. Yeah, what do you want me to do? What, here? yeah, i sorry. Um, and, you know, Avery goes on and being like, yeah, it's like, we got skeletons in our closet. This fucking sucks. I hate being here. This place is boring as shit. Um, I was just hanging out with some dudes that had beer or whatever. Um, and they suck too. Everything sucks. Um, and apparently, and if it wasn't for her brother there, she would run away. That she would run away, right? Um, and apparently, the reason she's there um, instead of like being in college is that instead of Lissa being assuming that she's being looked watched over in a hawking eye, um, Avery um, had uh, a little uh, non-royal romance uh, that got people a little freaked out. Um, of the legacy of her legacy um, and said hey you're fucking around and we need to like keep a watchful eye on you now that I have this new fancy job and you're coming with me kind of vibe yeah which mm, sucks (laughs) it is wild um, but it does seem to confirm to Lissa that like Avery's not a spy yeah she's literally just sad and drunk and (laughs) just needs like friends (laughs) Which, so is Lissa. Yeah, right. And Lissa invites her to lunch. And it's like, hey, you want to just hang out? It's cute. You know, I'm not, you know, avoiding you anymore because I don't think you're a spy. (laughs) We can just hang out. And you don't have to, like, hide in the bathroom and drink, you know, weird whiskey that you have in your purse. So we can just have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Don't hang out with these random ass dudes. Yeah. We can just be friends now. Yeah. 
which is nice. Yeah. So Rose finally uh, wakes up. <laughs> when they're there. When they're there, they're she was not keeping watch at all. The whole drive. Could have been kidnapped, murdered, anywhere. Yep. Um, but, you know, she's here, alive, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, so it turns out they're there. Um, in this, like, they call it a town, but Rose is like, it's not really a town. It's kind of like two houses <laughs> and a gas station. <laughs> and, you know, some, some horses and shit. Um, and they're like, okay, we're like a few hours away. We can make good time, but let's just like pop in here and stay here for the night. Um, and it'll be chill. Um, yeah, nothing bad will happen. And yeah, nothing bad. There's the people that live in this house. Uh, Sydney has never met before and has do- no idea who they are, but they're expecting them. Great. Love that. Love the mysterious yeah, alchemy. she's found them on like the alchemy next door. Right, yeah. <laughs> alchemy Craigslist. <laughs> it's like, hey, yeah. looking for a room just for one night. We'll yep. be really quiet. We're not going to disturb. Um, don't you worry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the What I love is... Rose is like, yeah, like we we ate, watched some TV. They made us these cute little cozy beds. Everything's great. Um, thought I was gonna like dream about Lissa or Adrian, and I didn't actually. Um, I got my spidey sense about Strukoi. So bum bum bum. So not great. And she does her usual thing of like, like bolts up. Right. Checks the house yeah. and notices that her nausea goes away. So it's not like the Strigoi is not in. The call is not coming from inside. inside the house. <laughs> yeah. um, and so she goes outside and is like, okay, cool. Cool. I know how to do this. I'm stay. good. Um, and yeah. like, I. She goes out there and it's like, great. Super confident. So confident. And like, not unreasonably so. She's pretty good at this. She's been doing this on her own for a while now. You know, she's kind of like getting getting the hang of it or whatever. Um, yeah. But it's clear that like there's a lot more nuances to the nausea uh, that she's not super in tune with, right? Like yeah. when she feels nausea, she's like strickoid. But there's no sense of how many or she has a sense of where, but like there's a lot of more specific things that she could glean from it that she doesn't know how to parse out, um, which ends yeah, up it's fucking her. Like the Pepto commercial, where, <laughs> like certain parts of her body tells her how many people or like right, <laughs> yeah, which fucks her over because she's like she sees this shadow in like this barn situation, barn entrance, um, and she's like, "Fuck yeah, this is gonna be so easy. Got my steak. I'm gonna surprise sneak attack." Easy peasy, won't even wake anybody up. It'll be so quick and great. Yep. Um, but it turns out someone right behind her just nabs her. And she's like, oh yeah, shit, there's two. This sucks. Um, and now I'm down. And that's bad for me. I'm going to die for sure. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> and also starts thinking about like, fuck, what if, what if this is Dimitri? Right. Like, what if what if one of these two is him and now I don't even get to go into this being like, okay, right. I'll go kill the love of my Have the little now. pep talk, you know, any of that. Right. Um, which sucks. Um, turns out, not Dimitri. It's not. Great. Um, few. Um, it'd be wild. It's like we're less than 100 pages. Into right, we can't show. get there <laughs> right now. Right. Absolutely not. Um, and she does her cool stunts, her cool fighting. Um, she's yeah. getting... She's kind of getting her ass handed to her a little bit. It's true. Um, she's not doing super great, but she's like kind of holding her own. She's not like 
she's down bad, but she's not dead, which is great. Right. Um, and then something strange happens in the midst of the struggle of her being scared that she's going to die and it's over. It's just oops all ghosts, man. Ghosts just come from the ether, just yep. coming all around, just everywhere. And some look to like normal people. There's like weird ghouls and great, like, like scary looking folks and shit. Um, and she's like, God damn it. They're coming after me too. This, I can't catch a fucking break. Um, and she like tries to go back into like her mind palace or whatever to shut them off, <laughs> you know, and send them away. Um, but it turns out they're not actually gonna fight her. They're fighting Mr. Goy. And first of all, uh, what? Yeah. And second of all, <laughs> this is cool as fuck. What? It's she literally like unintentionally conjures an a ghost army and they yeah. like just like spook this Shirkoi. Like they can't really like touch him or really fight him, but they're like, you know, distracting them and doing little like going through them and shit. Um and Yeah, it seems like it's pretty annoying. Yeah, it seems like it's just a, kind of a, a huge uh pain in the ass. Um, right, which is enough right. for the moment. And so Rose is like, fuck yeah, let's go. Distraction. Bam, bam, bam. We got this. Um, <laughs> thank you, ghost friends. Right. We figured it out. The only problem is, is like, does Sergoy make her nauseous? That does not help when you are trying to fight. No. And stay alert. Yeah. The ghosts give her those like really nasty... Uh, headaches. Headaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now she is down for the count, and plus, like, the Strigoi have been beating the shit out of her. Right. Right? So she's reeling on all ends. Yeah. She's able to um, get these Strigoi down, and finally, like, the spirits go away, um, and all of a sudden, like, Sydney's there. And yeah. And Sydney's like, yo, Rose, are you good? <laughs> hey, what the fuck happened? <laughs> And Reader, Rose she was, was like, not good. She's bad. No, and then she just passes <laughs> out. <laughs> Which is the realest oh. shit. It's so good. Like, I love, because oh. we've known Rose to be like, I'm fine. Grit teeth, you know, like clenched fists. Be like, everything's good for sure. But she is right. literally does not even have the energy to fake anything right now. She's like, nope, yep. and just passes out. <laughs> uh, and this is when... She is just, like, struggling. Um, and I love, I love that we get, a, like, a new moment. Yes. Because she's, like, dreaming about Dimitri, and we get this, like, new moment that we haven't seen before. Yeah, of, like, Dimitri's all fucked up um, and has this, like, huge, uh, like, like blood gushing uh, and bruising and shit from like the tests and all these assaults, like surprise moments and stuff. Um, and it's has this like gash on his cheek or whatever. Um, and Rose is like literally like nursing him to health and being like, Hey bestie, <laughs> um, let's get you figured out. Let's like, it's okay. You're not going to, we're not going to let you have an infection. You can't just like say, this is fine. Whatever. Like, let's do this. Um, and, there's this moment where she like wets a washcloth cleaning his face um, and like brushes his hair back behind his ear. And y'all know how he is about hair. And you, yeah, you know that's a big thing for him. And immediately he's like, no, enough. 
no, <laughs> stop it. We can't, <laughs> we can't do it. <laughs> I can't do this. Um, just like, it's fine. Just go. I, mm. <laughs> just so flustered. And it's like, mm. <sighs> it's very cute. And it's very, it's like clear that it wasn't a like fatal cut for him, that it was just something on his face, which is why it was bleeding so much. Right. Um, because if you've ever had a cut on your face, you know how those fuckers just love to, love to do that. Just to goosh and gash, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because your body's just like, whoa, <laughs> something's happening here. Um, and, but I love that he was like, I could deal with this, but I'm just going to let her. <laughs> yeah. And, I'm just going to let her have this. And it's, it's wild because Rose is like, isn't it funny how I'm dreaming about taking care of Dimitri when I'm very much fucked up and need to be taken care of and need medical attention? Um, and it's like, well, I have to keep these memories in here. So he, you know, the memories I have him are this and not like this evil something, which is like, mm, mm, mm. Ferrero. Ferrero. Enough. I also found it really interesting because she's like, Rose is thinking about Dimitri at this time, but she's very much like um, in and out of consciousness. Yeah. In in the like, in re- the present moment right now. Um, and she's saying that there's like two, at least two people around her who she keeps imagining are Dimitri, but they're very much like not. Yeah. Um, there's this older man who has like dark hair and gold jewelry and then at another point there's a woman um, who has brown eyes that reminded her of him yeah and but she keeps seeing like in her brain like different faces yeah <laughs> yeah and finally she like comes to a little bit and the woman is like don't hey don't move. You yeah, are not. You're really bad right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and finally, Rose is like, okay, sure, stranger. Yeah. Like, where am I? Like, is Sydney good? Like, where am I? And they say, the woman is like, you're in Baia, I think it is. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, there's like the math and puzzles in Rose's brain like connect yeah everything's coming together the red string is all all coming yeah and that that is apparently like Dimitri's hometown right and when she asks who this woman is she says the woman is like my name's Elena Belikova what which like fuck y'all ever end up in the arms of your boyfriend's mom (laughs) Ever just has that ever happened to you? Y'all ever just end up being nursed to hell by the your soulmate's mom? Yeah. <sighs> uh whoops. Oops. What? Oops. What the fuck are Oops. we gonna do now? <laughs> what do you even how do we first of all, Frero, fuck you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just first and foremost. <laughs> first of all, what? Second of all, where do we, how do you, 
I'm sorry, I didn't realize that I had my tab open of the host of Amazing Race. So, uh, <laughs> that really confused me. I got something to say um, to you too, but <laughs> You know what? Um, it's like, who did that? Apparently it was me. Um, but like, where do you even, how do you introduce yourself? Like, hi, I'm Rose. I fucked your son. Yeah. Um, and now I'm here to kill. Like, isn't that a... Isn't that a sentence from the Princess Bride or something? Right. Like, <laughs> like, what do you do? Yeah. Ugh. God. So fucked up. Anyway, so, you know, I think now we've got chapter seven and eight next week, and we got to figure out how that introduction is going to go. Guess I'll just I die. I just pass out. Right? Like, well, I'm so tired, actually. I need to go back to sleep. Yeah. Forever, so, Ugh. sorry. But I guess we'll see. So fucked up. It's so fucked up. Oh, God. Um, you know what's not fucked up, though? Ooh. Our patrons. Our patrons. Fuck yeah. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the least fucked up of them all. <laughs> Truly. Uh, thank you to Katie Black. Ooh, thank you. Uh, thank you to Kylie Minty. Beep, 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 beep. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Ooh. Thank you to Carrie Goldberg. Oh, ow. Ooh. Thank you to Rebecca Cullen. Ooh. Mm. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Bow, bow, bow. Thank you to Cassandra Bomer. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Bow, 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 bow. Bow, bow, bow. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. O'Shea. Thank you to Clara Bellicott. Thank you to Katya Karp. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Hannah Dragomir. Ooh, 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 ooh. Thank you to Hope Castile. Ooh. Thank you to Rachel Ashford. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. Ooh, yeah. Thank you to Genevieve Morgan. Ooh. Thank you to Tess Avery. Bow, 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 bow. Thank you to my mom, your mom, all of our moms, Kelly Beck. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Bow, 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 bow. Thank you to Laura Forty. Thank you to Dan Zeklos. Thank you to Maria Swan. Thank you to India Peach. And last but not least, thank you to Emily Ozera. So I have another fanfiction here sent in from India Peach. Damn, India Peach on a hot streak. Truly. Um, This was written by watery underscore melon underscore baller. I'm already in. (laughs) The title of this. Now hear me out. Mm. The title of this is Barbie (laughs) slash Bella slash Mothman. Mm, So (laughs) all of those in one? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. The summary of this is all Barbie wanted was to expand her resume, 
But in one gothic mansion, she found so much more. Join us for an epic tale of love, sex, summoning, and purse dogs. I, wow. I am hooked. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> so I was recommended by India to read the last five paragraphs of this piece. Just the last okay. bit. Just no setup. Just, so, just raw dog just, in just it. The last, just the last bit of okay. it. Okay. So that is what I will be reading. The world certainly changed rapidly from there. Barbie followed through on her decision, something she seldom did, as ideas fell through her brain rather easily. But there was something different about it this time, as anyone could tell. Just like back at that gothic mansion, there was a very deliberate passion to her actions. She cared about what she did now, more than anything, except sex, perhaps. She led a conquest. With all her money, she bought out resources and people. All the governments of the world could not stand up to her. She was like a pink, glittery force of nature. No man, woman, or child could escape her beautification program. Each got their coat of makeup and tasteful pink mini dress. Barbie and the forces she garnered swept all over the seven continents. Even those on Antarctic outposts were not safe. Throughout this all, Bella and Mothman stood by Barbie's side. Bella did, indeed, get anything and everything she could ever want. As was her nature, though, that little pout and edge of a whine never did quite go away. As she told a servant one day, her life was just so hard, she never was quite satisfied. As for Mothman, confused, he went into this conquest and confused he remained. He found enjoyment from the mating, as he would refer to it, but it never did bear fruit as he had hoped. He wasn't particularly upset about that. He even came to like his new life, confusing and nonsensical as humans were to him. Overall, it could be said that everything worked out well for our heroes. End scene. Wow. I, wow, the Mothman. (laughs) The, the, the Mothman and our Bella Swan and Barbie. Yeah together is not something that my brain had even dared to think about and yet here it is for you so if you were wondering what and how uh there are there's so much to uncover yeah uh to read about how that started and it's here on the internet for you archive of our own it has it wow so you're welcome, you know? Yeah. No, I am. I'm into it. <laughs> um, you know what I'm into is uh, going to go get an icy. Yes. Right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, to forget about all of the pain that these books have caused me in my life. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, um, absolutely. But folks, as we say here in the Pacific Northwest. Get bit. And get whipped. Ooh. Ooh.
Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.